More Cowbell Show. You can wrap this one in maroon and white. And now, your host of the More Cowbell Show, Brandon Walker. That's me, Brandon Walker. More Cowbell. Ring, 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 ring. That's we are we are hanging here on a on a Tuesday. At the SEC Country Studios, I forgot my cowbell, and I have a good reason for forgetting my cowbell today. I brought my five-year-old son. You are five, right? Cyrus. You are my son, correct? Yes. All right. I brought my five-year-old son, Cyrus. He is sitting here with me in the SEC Country Studios, so I forgot to get a bell because I was getting him ready. I was getting him together. I don't know why I'm lying. His mama got him ready. I just got him, put him in the car, and came down here. And afterwards, after the show, we're all going out for... Pizza. Pizza. That's what we're doing. you dang right. More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. We got three days left, three shows left, starting with this one. We'll do a Wednesday show and a Thursday show, and we'll be done at SEC Country, and I'll soon have my own show. Well, I guess I already have my own show, but it'll be doing – I'll own it. I'll be producing it. I'll be doing everything. Uh, so, More Cowbell, facebook.com slash the More Cowbell Show. Hey, if you want to email me and talk about anything – that's morecowbellshow at gmail.com, morecowbellshow at gmail.com. Now, let me do a little business before we get started. Today we're going to talk about, uh, or we're going to start off talking about a tragedy in the Bulldog family. We'll, we'll discuss what happened last night. Then we'll get back to the Chris Lamonis hire a day after the reactions. You know, they've gone a couple of different directions. And then we'll get back to recruiting at the end of the show. More, Joe Moorhead, what's next in recruiting for the Bulldogs? And Joe Moorhead, two-minute drill at the end of the show. Before we get started, I just want to say, we got double the advertisement today as I'm wearing this fantastic pimped-out cowbell shirt, this incredible uh, polo with a cowbell on it that I love so very much. Uh, I got it from Maroon & Company at maroonandco.com. Go there. You'll get lost on that site. You'll, you'll find so many things you want to buy. My son wearing a beautiful uh, kid's shirt right here. We got that at Maroon & Company, maroonandco.com, at Maroon & Co. on Twitter and Instagram, Highway 12 in Starkville. I know there are other places in Starkville to go, but you won't want find one as pleasant and as awesome as Maroon & Company. It's big. It's spacious. It's fantastic to be in there. I'm going to have some shows there this fall. It's a great place. Now, before we get started... This is a silly show. I do like to make a lot of jokes. I do like to say a lot of things that are, you know, off the wall. That's kind of my character. That's kind of who I am. That's just uh, who I am 24-7, and I can't turn it off. I'm going to turn it off now for a second, though, as we do talk about uh, Alex Wilcox, an 18-year-old uh, Mississippi State softball player uh, who unfortunately la lost her battle with cancer last night. Obviously, you've seen it. You're a State fan. Uh, you've seen it. You've... Um, you know, reacted to it. Uh, I I don't know what to say. It seems like Mississippi State's been been uh, affected by stuff like this more than any other teams. You got Nick Bell, you got Keith Joseph a couple of years ago, and now Alex Wilcox, uh, unfortunately losing her battle with cancer all through the season. Uh, when State would play somebody, you know, other teams would say, you know, we're with you. There was a lot of class, a lot of outpouring of support for Alex Wilcox as she battled this thing. All year, she was a freshman from Brantley, Alabama. She came from a small school down there, was the 1A pitcher of the year. Uh, she has all the requisite uh, stats and, and domination in high school softball. Uh, was a great part of Mississippi State, and if you've seen her pictures, she's just a, a beautiful gal. Unfortunately, gone too soon, 18 years old. She is uh, she died last night, and that is uh, that's awful. It's a shame, and I just hope her family uh, can be comforted by the Mississippi State family right now. I hope uh, – I know it's going to be tough, and uh, certainly our thoughts, our prayers from more cowbell from uh, my family 
uh, go out to the Wilcox family and Mississippi State softball. It's a very, very tough situation, um, and I don't know what, what to say other than that. So we're going to go ahead and talk about Mississippi State baseball. Obviously, you know, this is a show where we talk about Mississippi State sports. You know, sometimes real life gets in the way of having fun, uh, but let's have some fun now as Mississippi State baseball has hired Chris Lamonis. I still don't know. Somebody's telling me Lamoney, Lamonis. I don't know. Just let's call him Chris. I'll figure it out. I, I didn't go to the press conference. I'm not in Starkville, so I didn't get to go to the press conference. Uh, but the new coach, now that we're a day in, I think it's calmed down a little bit. There were you know, there were some pretty uh, fired-up reactions, pretty fired-up reactions on all fronts. I think there are three fronts uh, with this baseball coaching hire as far as reactions go. I think there are folks who that who love this hire, who look at him, who look at his recruiting background, who look at what people say about him like Kendall Rogers and Aaron Fitt, and they love the hire. I think there's a second tier of folks that just hate it. There are state fans that just absolutely hate it, that thought – we were going to get Schlossnagel or Corbin or somebody, and when you didn't get that, you absolutely failed John Cohen. There are some people that think that. They, and you know what? That's fine if you want to think that. That's okay. That That's that's a reasonable reaction, I think, right here. I personally fall in the third group. Uh, there are those like me who say, if Cohen believes this is the guy, then this is the guy. I trust it. If Cohen believes this is the guy to win national titles at, at Mississippi State, this is the guy to keep going to the College World Series, he, he found Moorhead. He sold us on Moorhead when there wasn't much to sell. I mean, nobody in Mississippi State, nobody in Starkville, nobody in the South knew much about Joe Moorhead. And the first time he came up in coaching or in, in the uh, the lead-up to it, in the coaching search, like, Joe Moorhead, who is that? But he was right. I can tell you right now, unequivocally, Joe Moorhead is a home run hire. He hasn't coached a game yet, but everything he's done up until this point has been a home run. And if the guy who went and found Joe Moorhead can go back to the Big Ten country and find somebody he believes can get us to win national championships, I'm rolling with John Cohen on this one. Now, if you're mad about it, be mad. If you're if you're in love with it, be in love with it. But let's look at what Lamonis has to work with. Lamoney, Lamonis, Lamonis. Let's look at what Chris has to work with. Let's look at the actual situation. Because I think in so many coaching scenarios, co- so many coaching changes, the coach comes in with so much pressure and so much responsibility to start things over, to rebuild, or to just build. This is a coach who has an opportunity, like Joe Moorhead, to build some goodwill by winning in his first year. He can accomplish something right out of the gate, and that is so rare in college sports, and we've done it twice this year. We've handed new coaches the keys to a very powerful car twice. Mississippi State football with 18 starters back from a nine-win team given to Joe Moorhead. He's got something that can win immediately, and now this guy, Chris Lamonis, Lamonis, Lamoni, Chris Lamoni, Lamonis, Lamonis, can come in. It's Lamonis, I'm almost certain. He can come in with a roster that just went to the College World Series, with a roster that just finished in the Final Four, with a roster that brings back pretty much every piece in the in the batting order. You bring back Mangum, you bring back McNamee, you bring back everybody in the lineup that made this a special season. Now, the pitching staff will have to – receive some care you'll have to go out and hire a pitching coach and I assume he's already if he doesn't know his guy he is searching right now to find a pitching staff because even if you got Ethan Small coming back you still don't know who your Saturday guy is your Sunday guy is you're going to have to rebuild your pitching staff but as far as uh, grit as far as toughness as far as experience this team is going to have it you've got a team that finished in the top four you're not going to throw anything at this team that they can't handle Jake Mangum going in his fourth year this will be his fourth head coach 
You're not going to throw anything as a new coach at this team that they can't handle. They've been through everything. They've been through wars. They've seen it all. They've got the experience necessary to win in year one. This is very, very similar. I know I said it already to the Moorhead situation. And that he's inheriting a team to win right now. He's also inheriting Andy Cannizzaro left recruiting in a pretty good spot before his situation. He left recruiting in a pretty good spot. And this guy, with Jake Gatro staying on staff, is known as a recruiter. I really believe he has got the jumping off point. He's got a much better jumping off point than most coaches coming into most situations. You got the best stadium in college baseball ready to open on your first game. Think about that. Your first game as a head coach in the SEC, you will be opening up the grandest spectacle in all of college baseball. Got a lot going for him. Got a lot going for him. And I understand if you want to hate it, hate it. If you want to love it, love it. I'm rolling with John Cohen. That's what I'm doing. Joe Moorhead is somebody who has hit the ground running. Recruiting last week, it was a big weekend. Three big recruits, three big commitments from Mississippi State. Nathan Pickering, a four-star defensive lineman. Dennis Jackson, a four-star wide receiver. Gregory Brooks, a three-star cornerback from down in Louisiana. Did you just yawn? Are you okay? You good? All right. Do you want to play some more Dude Perfect? No? Nothing? You're finished with Dude Perfect. So what's next for Mississippi State recruiting? What is next for Mississippi State recruiting? Obviously, 16 commits now. Seven of those are four-star. I want you to think about that. There are 16 commitments pledged to Mississippi State right now. Almost half of them are four-stars. That never happened under Dan Mullen. And that is with Quentin Torbor, who was four-star until the minute he committed to Mississippi State, and then all of a sudden he's a three-star. How does that work? How does that work? Four-star from Louisiana. I'm going to commit to Mississippi State. Sorry, kid, you're a three-star. Gee, I wonder why. And if he committed to LSU, he'd be closer to a five-star by now. But anyway, that's not what this current discussion is about. Currently has 16 commitments, seven, or almost half the class is four-star. That's Nathan Pickering, Charles Moore, both on the defensive line, Ani Zijiku, also on the defensive line, Demonte Russell, also on the defensive line, four four-star defensive linemen already, Jerry and Jones, a four-star safety from Northwest Rankin, Dennis Jackson, a four-star wide receiver from Summerall, and Garrett Schrader, I think the jewel of the class, a four-star quarterback from Charlotte, North Carolina. Four stars are still on the board, and what is the next big date for Mississippi State? It's July 7th. July 7th is the birthday of John Emery, a four-star running back out of Louisiana. John Emery leaning towards Mississippi State. Everything looks good for Mississippi State here. July 7th, Mississippi State could add its next jewel of the class. It could add a four-star running back from out of state. John Emery would be a big-time get for this stat. The staff, you got Charles Huff, the number four recruiter in the country last year, the running backs coach. He is doing work. And John Emery could be the next big domino to fall. There are other dominoes still out there. There are four stars still on the board, like uh, like John Emery, like Derek Hall, the uh, linebacker out of Gulfport, Mississippi. Three-star cornerback Martin Emerson out of uh, Pensacola, Florida. DeWan Black, could he flip from Ole Miss? Uh, the tea leaves look pretty good there. Jaquay Hubbard, a four-star offensive lineman out of Pennsylvania. Byron Young, a four-star defensive lineman out of, I think, West Jones High School. There's so much meat left on the bone. There's so much possibility left for this class. You've already got seven four-stars. Mullen never got more than eight. That's the most he ever got. I think that was in 2015. And now here you are in the first year of the first full year of Moorhead recruiting. He's got seven right now. He could end up with at least 10, maybe 12. That is unbelievable. Currently, you got three offensive linemen on board. Need to get that to maybe five, maybe six. I know that uh, Jaquay Hubbard, like I said, Charles Cross, a tackle out of Laurel, Mississippi. There are names out there of offensive linemen that state still after. Again, you got three on the board right now. 
it's going to be a lot less excruciating coming down the stretch in recruiting than it ever was over the last nine years. It, this staff just is professional about the way, way they go about it. They are good in recruiting. It feels good. The summer, the fall, the winter, it will not be as painful as it's been the last few years, and thank goodness for that. Now, two-minute drill. I guess we're going to have a short show today. I've kind of flown through this thing, haven't I? Well, I'm very talented. I'm very talented. Plus, Cyrus is about to take a nap. Are you about to take a nap? No, you're good? Who's your favorite team? That's right, boy. He said Mississippi State. He said it very loud. You just couldn't hear it. Number one, two-minute drill. In one sentence, what are your expectations for Chris Lamonis in year one? In one sentence, what are your expectations for Chris Lamonis? Let me answer a couple questions here. Daniel Martin says, has N'Kobe Dean committed anywhere yet? No, he has not. Five-star linebacker out of Horn Lake, he has not committed anywhere yet. Lamonis' parents were in married housing at MSU when he was two. That's pretty cool, Steve C. Daniel Martin expects a national championship. Well, at least you're not setting the bar very high. Omaha, Omaha says uh, Rob Chittam and uh, Richard Reif, College World Series. Everybody says Omaha. Dickie Delishman says Super Regional. Michael Wright says 500, and I don't know what that means. 500, like a 500 team, like winning 30 and losing 30? That, that would be shocking. Get back to Omaha, national championship. All we want is everything, says Steve C. Host a regional and borderline national seed, says Jay Hammers. All you can really say is regional or super regional, right? I mean, you know, you never know who you're who you're going to match up with. I guess Omaha is a reasonable expectation. You just went to Omaha in a, in a, tough, uh, a tough year, so why not? Number two, my favorite question I've come up with in a long time. Number two, which head coach – on Mississippi State's campus right now, of the four big sports, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, and football, which head coach on campus right now is the best recruiter? Did you see that? Nothing. Regional host at least. Host of Super Regional says Shannon Lisenby. Not let the expectations get the most of him, says Pierre Causey. That's that's very, very good. Junior Ray says Joe Moorhead. A.J. Whitehead says Joe Moorhead. I figured some of you would say Moorhead because he's doing so well right now, but I, I just don't think it's the answer. Steve C. says Schaefer. Derek Meyer says Moorhead. Steven Stafford says it's tough. Think about it. I, it's really just to get you thinking. There's some good recruiters on campus right now. Lamonis, based on what he did at Louisville. Howland says Jay Stubbs. Moorhead says Lynn Rhodes-Gilmer. I like Howland says Micah Halfacre. Stephen Stafford says they all can recruit. That's, that's true. Schaefer, Schaefer, Schaefer by a long shot. Bobby Richardson. Coach Ben Howland says Derek Myers. I think the answer is a basketball coach. I think it's either Schaefer or Howland. I would lean towards Schaefer right now. Schaefer's out getting multiple five stars every cycle. Every cycle. Howland got one this year. He's gotten a couple since he's been at State. Um, Howland would be second, maybe Moorhead third, and Lamonis would be fourth because we don't know yet. But, boy, with his recruiting reputation, if he's the fourth-best recruiter you got on campus, you're in good shape. Considering Lamonis started yesterday, can you consider him in this discussion? Josh Crumpton? I Probably not. Pro- probably not. But I like the question. Number three, as we get into the important stuff, Number three, and you guys can answer too, what is your favorite app on your phone? 
What is your favorite app on your phone? And I don't mean, and let's not even say Twitter, because so many people are on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, other than that, other than th- that stuff, what is your favorite app on your phone? Terp? Other than like social media things, I would say Venmo is my favorite app on my phone. It's very useful. Venmo, your your yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more. It's not. My, it's, can't, it's sending. Can't can't hide money, can you, Cyrus? No, it's sending the my hard earned money that I make here, and receiving. Pierre Calzi says his Bible app. Joy D says ESPN. Michael Wright says Golf Clash. I don't know what Golf Clash is. We might have to download that. Watch ESPN says Jay Hammers. Jay Stubbs says Papa jo- <laughs> Papa John's. D Curtis says Pinterest. You know when Pinterest was really big. I never understood why women liked it so much. I One time my wife left it open on the computer. I got on Pinterest for a little bit, and it was the worst four and a half hours of my life. YouTube, Derek Myers, Bulldog Sports Radio. Shannon Listenby. Mississippi State app says Jessica M. Balsley. Roku says Jim West. Is that a phone app now? Can you do a Roku on your phone? Wow. Bulldog Sports Radio says Ginger Tuck. Watch ESPN, CBS Sports, or PGA Golf. Uh, Maps, says Daniel Martin. Might be the one I use the most. BSR, BSR. Guys, I'm not on BSR. I need you all to know that right now, okay? You're on my show right now. All right? Traquan Key, you understand? I know where you work. All right? I know where you work, son. Number four. Number four. I wish I could remember what number four was. Which movie can you quote the most? Which movie can you quote the most? What was her favorite app, by the way? Amazon. Amazon. Uber. Well, you can't hide Amazon money. Uber is what she says. Amazon and Uber? Uber is pretty pretty high on my list too. Mm. Uh I'm from Mississippi. We don't have we don't really have Uber. Uh although I think Robbie Fox an Uber driver in Starville, which means I'll never take it. Top Gun says Jay Hammers. Varsity Blues says AJ Whitehead. Um Future More Cabell app. Very good answer, Chip Gibson. Thank you. Remember the Titans, Micah Halfacre, Tombstone, says uh, Derek Whitford. Galaxy Quest from D. Curtis. Varsity Blues from J. Stubbs. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what Terps is. It's Step Brothers, right? No, I was just thinking I have five, three, three-way tie. What is it? And it's Anchorman, yeah. Good Burger, and oh, I can't remember the third. I just had it in my head. I asked. And something Stop else. talking. Napoleon Dynamite. That's the other one. I asked. What is the movie that you can quote the most? What is the movie you can quote the easiest? And one of your answers is Good Burger. Yes. It's Good Burger it's with Keenan and Kel, the Nickelodeon movie. Great movie. <laughs> of all the movies in the entire world. It's good. I could quote a lot. Good Burger. I can't wait to get away from you. <laughs> you are an anchor dragging me down. Two more days. Jerry Maguire, Lonesome Dove, Forrest Gump. Wayman Hodge says, did he say Good Burger? Elf says, Shannon Listenby. Oh, my God. You have once again ground the show to a halt, a screeching halt. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? Cars 3. Cars 3. That's right. We love Cars 3. Number five. Think about this. If I take one of these things away tomorrow, which one can you not live without? Your car or your cell phone? Your car or your cell phone? Which one am I taking away first? Huh? Take away the car first. You want me to take away the car first? Well, if I'm moving to the Big Apple, I don't need a car. I need a phone. 
your car or your cell phone, which one would you give up first? That's the question. Depending on location. If I was here, I would say I would give up the cell phone. AJ Whitehead says uh, the car. No, the, the, type out what you would give up first. That's the answer. Type out what you would give up first, the car or the phone. Everybody's saying car, but Rob Chittum says take away my phone. Derek Meyer says I'm not walking, but everybody's saying give up the car first. Cell phone, cell phone. There's It's pretty split, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd give up my phone before I gave up my car, I think. If I was here, I would do. I would, too. <clears throat> cell phone, I can call a taxi here in the metropolis of Aberdeen. Car, I live without a phone. Yeah, it's good. Good. Uh, it's a great question, though, isn't it? I'm very right. clever. I'm a very clever okay person. Question. Of all the movies in the world, good the burger. one that you quote the most is there's, Good Burger. There's, what is that, food? What does it say? What does that note say? It says it's a Chick fil A sandwich, and he says it's for Cyrus. But he didn't know that we already, already got have one. Him. Yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> Give me a quote from Good Burger right now. Welcome, Welcome to, Good, to Burger. Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> oh boy, I, I, I don't, I don't say this lightly, Terp. I hate you so much. I hate you so very much. Two more days. Let's talk about what, I, what, what. You all right? <laughs> Let's talk about what Terp's been doing at work. Okay, what do you do between shows? Tell me the truth. What do you do between am, shows right now? I am uh, applying to jobs. Uh-huh. What were you doing immediately before the show? I was playing Xbox. Uh-huh. You were playing Fortnite. Yeah. I've never played Fortnite. It looks ridiculous. It looks terrible. It looks very stressful as well. Why can't people on that island get along? I mean, everybody's killing everybody. Yeah. There's only one winner. All right. Well, let me shut the podcast down. I'll stay here on Facebook Live until 1230, and that's when the giant men will come in here and run us out. My name is Brandon Walker. You've been listening to More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. Uh-huh.